He's the star-spangled man with the plan. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Review Review or to, uh, Show where two small-town dudes give you our big patriotic opinions. I am Troy to the max extreme. I am JT3. And all this flash, 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 flash. Flash, Bridging the gap between our... That's so obnoxious. <laughs> we are bridging the gap between our Stanley episode to our World War II coverage. Yeah, because we didn't see you. One of us didn't see Overlord. <laughs> Guess who? <laughs> uh, and so that kind of threw us off. But we are going to... We're making it work. We're course correcting. That's right. Right now with this little pivot of yeah. an episode, which right. captures both Marvel Comics and World War II. Exactly. With Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. Now, I listened to this review earlier today, and I must say that it, it focuses more on... The Captain America, the first Avengers impact on the Marvel Universe in general as opposed to the movie itself. But it's still a fun review. All right. Like, if you watch all of the more... If you're, like, really up to date on Marvel films, I think it's going to be a fun listen. Because a lot of it is just, like, guessing what the fuck's going to happen in Civil War. Okay. Because this, this was our, like... Our lead up Our to lead it. up to Civil War. So it's fun listening in that sense. And there's also a really fun segment where... I list off all of uh, Steve Rogers' ailments. <laughs> okay, all right, sweet. <laughs> Which is a it's 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 a fun listen. So no, go ahead and give it a listen. It's a it's a quick one. We'll have a quick, a quick little, episode quick little dip this time. In the pool. All right, but solid. It's fun. It's a fun one. All you I, Marvel I, Marvel nuts, <laughs> love it. <laughs> I feel like the more times you say it's fun, the more like you're trying to but it's fun. convince. Listen, <laughs> fucking listen to it, you shits. Yeah, um, yeah. So great. Do we uh, go in? Oh no, we would have done our Winter Soldier review separately, right? Yeah. Yep. We talk a little <laughs> bit about it, like more like what we think's gonna happen. Because I remember I didn't. I don't think I really watched Winter Soldier that much up to this point. Okay. I think I may have seen it once, and I'm like, I think it's good. <laughs> okay. Great understatement. <laughs> I, all right. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got to really go. say for this intro, but enjoy yeah. our review for Captain America. Listen to our fun flashback of Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, starting right now. Right, we set it upon ourselves to do a little rewind review. That's right. Of the Captain America's movie movies. Movies. We've got in our hands so far. And our first stop in the road to Civil War, Captain America, the first Avenger. Troy, not only can we just review this movie as just by itself, but we can also look at this movie. And kind of see how it relates in terms of the rest of the universe. And maybe how it might foreshadow some things coming up in Civil War. I could not have said it better myself. So, very exciting times. Very exciting time to be alive. That's right. Having a third Cap America movie coming our way. Third Cap. In mere weeks. In a mere week. In a week. That's right. Because we're going to be... We're going to review Winter Soldier just... A day before we even probably go see it. That's right. 
following up with Captain America 3 Civil War coming in your face in two in weeks. Two weeks. All up in your face. All up in your face. Um, first thing I want to say when I, uh, I realized I didn't own these movies. Yeah. On DVD or Blu-ray. Yep. So I went to the local Walmart. Ooh. Guess what? Did you buy them both? Local Walmart didn't have them. Jeez. You know what I had to do? Got to go to Beth Bar? <sighs> didn't do that. What you Forgot. <laughs> Rented it on the PS3 entertainment system. Ooh. Okay. Tell you what. Had them. Even had like a weird Captain America movie from the, the first Captain America movie from the eighties on there. Jesus, the eighties or nineties, the one we had fake rubber ears. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you want to review that instead? No, because I've seen it. It's fucking awful. He does the trick where he gets sick and wants to throw up in a car ride like four times. Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> See it for That's yourself. Right. America is not. Invincible when it comes to car sickness. <laughs> um, anyway, I want to say right off the bat, I think I like this movie more watching it now than I did when it came out. Yeah, I'd say that. I, re- I really liked it when I went to go see it in the theater because I was super pumped for it. Went out and I was like, yeah, that was really good. And then I think I saw it like after... Maybe like Avengers and stuff came out and it kind of lost its luster a little bit. Yeah. But it was good to go back to it seeing like what like huge devastating like like the after the Avengers and the Avengers 2 came out and like Thor the Dark World. All these world shattering events. Yeah. To go see like a little something. It's different. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Like it's a smaller, even though it happens in world war two and encompasses the world. Yeah. But it's not like it doesn't get to being devastating to the world. Yeah. It could, but it never gets to that point. It's a very, <clears throat> I like it cause it's a very cut and dry good versus evil story. Yeah. Which I think is perfect for the origins of captain America, especially where he goes from here into Winter Soldier and then possibly into Civil War. Because mm-hmm. I, I think Captain America's story arc is probably my favorite story arc so far in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Me too. Like, he he is a, an extremely likable person. Yeah. And going back and watching this, it's remarkable, like, how heroic he is. Like, even when he is nothing and a feeble yes. small dinosaur neil looking ass person <laughs> <laughs> we love you dinosaur neil <laughs> he still is like jumping on grenades and like looking out for like his fellow yep. man never giving up and he's just doing it for the just because he wants to help his country oh did you catch the uh the little uh fun fact in uh the first Avenger when he's fighting that bully when he's still small and he's like, why don't you just give up? And he said, I can do this all day. I can do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact line from the trailer in civil war. Yeah. I think he says it twice in the first Avenger actually. Really? I think he says it to somebody else when he's actually captain America again. Ooh, I think so. Cause I thought I remember hearing it twice, but maybe not. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, he is just such a great guy. I know. I feel like, uh, when DC was going to 
makes like Superman, they should have they should just ripped off Captain America. They really should because it's just that's pretty much who Superman should have been. Yeah, is, like is just basically an invincible version of Chris Evans' Captain America. He was just so charming and likable. Yeah. My goodness. Like I think the thing that makes him the most charming is that he's always like he always stands his ground. Yeah. Like he always feels that what he's doing is the right thing to do. Yeah. Like he'll take people's he'll take people's like uh opinions into consideration, but if he thinks you're wrong, he's going to fucking do it anyways. Yeah. Be- and he's and he's going to because he knows that's the thing to do. Yeah. He may be like headstrong, but like he's not like stubborn in the sense that like yeah he will never see your way like he believes that he can do this and then he pulls it out every time yeah and it's never for a selfish reason no it's for the benefit of others yeah it's like my goodness man every superhero needs to be like you like iron man is great but his story does not compare to being good at all like iron man's a dick yeah (laughs) the entire like iron man series but that's what's so great about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that everyone has their own agenda. It's just that when it comes to a point where they just happen to come together in some point, that's when they team up as the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets to a point where it's completely clashing, then we're, you're going to get something like what Civil War is going to be like. Yeah. Um, it makes me really excited to see Winter Soldier because I really like Winter Soldier. Yeah. I still think I've seen Captain America one more. Then I have Winter Soldier. Yeah, I I think I've seen the fir- I've seen the first Captain America more times than Winter. I think I've only seen Winter Soldier once, and then it was in theaters. But I remember when I saw it. That's how I remember it. I think that's after Avengers, my second, my like favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, same here. Like it's Avengers, and then it's Winter Soldier. Right. Um. But yeah, after watching Captain America one again, totally. It sh- I shined it right back up, and it I could sit it right there on my shelf again. Yeah, it's just yeah, it was didn't lose its light. It yeah, almost gained brightness in my eyes. Yeah, especially yeah, just with uh, Captain America's story alone, like this is a perfect way to introduce him because it's yeah, it's just a it's just a flat out like this is the bad guys, and then we have to fight them and beat them to like save the world. So then when we get into Winter Soldier, where the uh, definition of who's bad and who's good is kind of blurry, mm-hmm. then that just totally fucks with his head and then just ultimately leads to where, he's, where his head's going to be and what I and what I guess where his head's going to be in Civil War, where it's like, I can't trust anyone but myself mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. I want to see how his like, character arc kind of changes throughout this, if it does at all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> stuff I loved... In Captain America? Yeah. I really like the USO show stuff. Where he's like doing like his whole spiel in front of the dancing girls and stuff. That whole montage. I love that. The star-spangled man with a plan? Yeah. (laughs) I freaking love that. I could have seen more of that. Yeah. God. I had the fake punching the fuck out of Hitler. I had the big goofiest grin (laughs) on my time where all those girls are singing and marching and saluting Captain America. And he's like... Go buy bonds to help the guys out there. Yeah. Be support Captain America <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I fucking love that. I know. I was like, oh my yeah. God. They definitely tried to set it up like a product of that time, yeah. which I liked a lot. Yeah. 
Because, yeah. Like, that, that that sets him up as, like, of course he'd be a completely different mindset of everyone else in the Avengers. Because he's a product of that time. Mm-hmm. Like, that time was very, like, uh, was very simple-minded and, like, well, not, like, I say it as, like, they're dumb. They weren't dumb, but it was, like, they just, they were given, like, uh, like this common mindset of battling evil, mm-hmm. like, and that like you almost have to when you're in a war where it's like these are the bad guys and we must go to war and fight them and defeat them. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, uh, another thing I liked is that uh, um, when uh, Steve Rogers is talking to the uh, professor played by Stanley Tucci, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, Erskine. Erskine. And uh, he asks him why he wants to go to war, and he says that he hates bullies and he wants to fight bullies. Mm -hmm. And this is at a time where America is not the biggest superpower yet. Yeah, like we're getting there, but we're like, it wasn't until after World War II where we totally like become like the most dominant superpower. Yeah, because everyone bombed the fuck out of each other. Yeah, and we just kind of like gave them money to rebuild, and we're just like, okay, well, we're still the biggest badass out of everybody. So then when he comes back and he sees, like, er- like everyone, like, all these groups in America, like, building these big fucking artillery things to, like, take over these, like, to, like, make sure that they stay a superpower. It's kind of like, huh, that's, uh, that seems kind of, uh, kind of dickish. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if I want to be on this team as much anymore as I did back in the day. Yeah. Um. What did you think of the Red Skull as the villain going back and watching this? Uh, I think Hugo Weaving was an amazing... Like, the whole cast in this was really good. Yeah. Like, I, Marvel is so good at their casting of shit. I, um, I want to see if the Red Skull can come back. I think he would. There's He didn't technically die, no. I guess, like knowing like what the Tesseract does. It looks yeah. like it teleported him away. Yeah, it kind of looked like how when like when Thor like teleports away, that kind of what it's kind of what it looked like. Yeah, I just I know for a, for a fact that like Hugo Weaving did, just didn't even see the movie. Yeah, like and I guess he doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, but just recast him. Yeah, like. All you, you already do is did a, it yeah. a, or a few times with, it's like, It's going to be a guy wearing a huge red mask. Like, yeah. why would... You don't even need Hugo Weaving. You just need somebody that looks kind of looks like him and just cake him in a bunch of fucking red makeup and a mask. Yeah. He did an amazing job. I loved the Red Skull. Oh, this. yeah. God. Yeah. So good. I also, um, for uh, fun, I was looking up some, like, facts on Captain America, and I actually found something like came across the list um uh remember when he's um he's like trying to be recruited for the army like mm-hmm. Steve Rogers when he's trying to rec- recruit for an army and they have like yeah. a list of all of his ailments and they're like it's like a comedically long list yeah yeah well apparently somebody wrote it all down and posted it online <laughs> so i uh I uh, copied and pasted it into my phone. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I really do. Okay. This is all of his ail- ailments. Like He's pretty much, if he didn't become Captain America, he would die in a year. <laughs> okay. He has asthma, scarlet fever, rheumatic fever, epilepsy, 
sinusitis, chronic or frequent colds, <laughs> high blood pressure, palpitations or pounding in heart, easy fatigability, <laughs> heart trouble, <laughs> nervous trouble of any sort. <laughs> No, it's, it's better. Oh, Has God. had household contact with tuberculosis patients. <laughs> and parent slash sibling with diabetes, cancer, or stroke. Jesus. <laughs> Definitely got the short end of the stick. <laughs> like the fact that he made it that long in that fucking boot camp scene blows my mind how now. the fuck how did you walk to the fucking <laughs> recruitment office i don't even know what half those things are <laughs> i know what the fuck is sinusitis <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but you know honestly they should have made it comically long because the army was such a dick that if he would have had like just one of those things not on the list, they would have fucking recruited him. Because the army will take anybody. <laughs> Unless you have flat feet. <laughs> nope, yep, no flat feet. <laughs> Which he probably has. <laughs> yeah. It probably, just, it probably just didn't get to, it was probably on page two of the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please see more ailments on back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, a weird thing that I thought, um, was like kind of at the end where he's like in the Red Skull's bomber. Yeah. And like him and Peggy are having a back and forth to each other. Both me and Chelsea are watching this. Yeah. And he's like, I got to put it in the water. And then she's like, why? Because <laughs> he's flying over barren, frozen wasteland. There's yeah. nobody there. Just landed on the ground. Why do you got to put it in the water? And I was like, yeah. Why do you have to put it in the water? But he did at the end. He did land on like on like ice or something. Yeah. But I'm it didn't make any sense like he couldn't have tried to land it instead of just like nose diving into the ground. Well, it, he couldn't control it. He, he could just like steer it. I don't think he could slow it down in any means. Mm, maybe you're right. It is an enormous fucking bomber, and he, I don't think he's had training in actually landing it, or let alone even flying it. Yeah. Sure. I can see your point. Yeah. Oh, well. That was my, my one little gripe. Also, this movie was way more violent than I remember it being, too. <laughs> he kills so many people. So many. Like, at the end, he's th throwing people out of the plane. He, throws, and he like... threw someone into a propeller. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they showed it. Like, he turned into, like, a blood cloud. <laughs> Forgot about that. I laughed really hard at that, actually, because yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Holy shit. And he throws, like, every single one of those Hydra agents out, like, the bay windows. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, he did not give a fuck at all. But, I mean, this is war. So. It is war. That's true. So That's true. We're, we're, they're in a different time. Yeah. This is the most accurate World War II depiction <laughs> since Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ever. is. But even even not involving him, there was like some pretty like out of left field violent scenes. Like I remember when they were uh, when he was saving that uh, infantry unit 
from like that warehouse. Mm-hmm. Like they just zoomed in on a scene out of nowhere where like that one Asian dude just broke a dude's neck out of nowhere. <laughs> oh yeah. Like he's like got him like a dragon sleeper and he's like pulled back <laughs> and like r- almost ripped his head off. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and then when that Hydra agent was like getting out of that, was getting out of the facility where they, ma- they actually made him Captain America, and there's that old woman with the machine gun, and just like comes up point blank to her chest and just fires. <laughs> it's like holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I remember. Like I don't know when I remember. The one thing I remember the most when I first saw it was like I liked it, but it seemed kind of hokey. But then I was like, Jesus Christ, it's way more violent than I remember it being. <laughs> yeah. Like, way more violent. Um, his suit wasn't really on par in this yet. They haven't really no. nailed mask technology to to really no. look good on Chris Evans' head. Yeah. But, in a way, I like that because it was a prototype. Sure. And it looked, it looked a little cheesy, which, in the 40s, of course, it would be cheesy. Like, the top half of him looks kind of like he's wearing a quilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what? Minor gripes. Yeah. I think I still liked it better than his Avengers costume. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know, like, uh, in Winter Soldier, I think was like his. I think it was my favorite costume of his, where it's just the bare bones, navy blue, and like silver star. Yeah, that was good. I liked that one too. Yeah. Oh, what a ride, Captain America was. Yep. Tommy Lee Jones fucking kicked ass. In oh this my suit. god! Yeah, he did. That fucking interrogation scene with the fucking yeah. one dude where he like feeds him a steak and then he's just like, he's not even like fucking yelling at him or anything. He's just like giving him the bare facts about how <laughs> fucked he is. <laughs> yeah. What's in it? Poison? Nope. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> just goes ahead and eats the steak like he was just oh, ready to eat that steak. Steak and a milk. <laughs> but i a lot of people say like tommy lee jones kind of phoned this performance in yeah. but even if he did i loved it oh yeah like he just played like he just played tommy lee jones that's all he needed him to play as it was that a, fucking, i loved it yeah god yeah oh my god it was so good apparently uh i was looking up like easter eggs on the movie just to like for like fun facts or whatever and um the scene where he's in the car and he's they're uh trying to write up to the bomber for uh, Captain America to jump on it. And then he presses that red button that makes it go faster. Yeah. Apparently, in French, next to the red button, it says, don't touch us under any circumstances, which is like the same line that he gives in Men in Black when he has the red button that <laughs> oh, makes really? it. really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh, I wish I remembered more of what Tommy Lee Jones said, because I know there's a few lines... That just had me rolling when I was watching this. Yeah. He just puts lines, like, so bluntly out there. <laughs> oh, if only he could return for more of them. Oh, um, I totally realized this when I, when I saw the movie, too. Uh, the, uh, the chick that, uh, like, pulls him aside and, like, starts making out with him after he saves, like, the whole infantry unit. She yeah. plays, like, uh, like, the Marjorie chick from Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, one of the uh, like girls they meet at the World's Fair is yeah. Clara from uh, I Doctor thought she Who. looked familiar, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, just lots of uh, lots of uh, little, Easter eggs. Little cameos and Easter eggs. And Easter eggs. Um, anything you wanted to say? More? Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, there's another thing where... Uh, uh, when they first show, like, the World's Fair, like, there's, like, a dummy that's wearing a costume. 
Oh, yeah. Apparently that's the costume of like the original Human Torch, yeah. which Chris Evans played in Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to know, there's actually a, a book out there called Marvels, which the whole first chapter is about that character, the original Human Torch. Yeah. And that he appeared at a World's Fair, and then they opened up the thing, and as soon as his skin came into contact with oxygen, he burst into flames. <laughs> it was like a weird unknown reaction that this synthesized robot human person could like they didn't know what was going to happen yeah and as soon as he unveiled him he was like whoosh turned into flame so they buried him in concrete like 50 feet in the ground and so like like he never died in there he just waited yeah. for like 50 years yeah until the concrete cracked and like he busted open with like it finally got oxygen and burst through the concrete mm-hmm. and became a superhero or whatever yeah. it's really cool Right on. Check it out sometime. Marvels out. Kurt Busiek and Bu- Alex Ross. Busiek. <laughs> um, trying to think. Uh, oh, uh, watching this, I had like a newfound, like respect on, uh, like just like realizing things I didn't remember. I didn't realize from like the even like the first Avengers, when like uh, he was so against. Uh, like shield using the tesseract technology stuff yeah and it was because like he knew how fucked up it was like um like the whole like red skull like he wasn't even he like broke away from hitler because he had possession of technology yeah so like trusting that with anybody else like you knew they could just break away and just fuck shit up by themselves yeah even they didn't even crack of like hardly anything what the tesseract could do yeah and captain america's still like no way man i don't want anything <laughs> i yeah. don't want anything with yeah, that because he knew how fucked they would be if, yeah if, if anyone got their hands on that like it's so good like just like that was definitely the start of it like especially leading into in like uh what winter soldier when we talk about that next week about how like you have all these people that are just, they think they can control all this stuff, and it's just like, no, you can't. <laughs> I've seen people that said they could, and it made them worse. And it they almost fucked up the whole world because of it. Even pieces of shit. But they people don't want to listen. They're just all like, oh, we need it for security. We need to, if we can master this, then we can stay safe forever. It's like... Yeah, but then who are you going to keep in charge of this thing that apparently can keep people safe or they can use to take over the world? <laughs> oh, all in all, I'm glad we dusted off Captain America the First Avenger. Yeah, I'm glad we did too. God, what a great watch. It was. It's, it's, I think, underappreciated as a Marvel movie. Yeah. I think some people are like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think people kind of put it like lower in their list of the, uh, of the, of the, uh, Marvel movies. But I think, especially for Captain America and like the beginning of his story arc, I think this was very, it was, it needed to be this for what Captain America is going to be in the future. Yeah. So if anyone out there has it or is just curious and watching it again, I recommend it wholeheartedly. Go, Go back and watch it. it. Like I never it. disliked it in the like. Anyways, but yeah. Going back, I I think I have a new appreciation for it. Yeah. Even like from when people saw it, I don't think anyone ever really shit on it, but they were just like, 
I mean, it's fine. He's like, for, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think if they would have put this out before Iron Man, because Iron Man kind of changed the whole... Yeah. Kind of ho- changed the whole... Uh, Superhero game, almost. Yeah, pretty much. And I feel like Captain America was kind of more like that old school comic book movie. Like, kind of more along the lines of, like, like Batman and Batman Returns. Sure. Kind of like, it's like a clear cut, like, these are the villains and this is the hero. And then, like, uh, foils ensue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I But it's good. Yeah. I found it really refreshing. I yeah. don't know, like. I don't know what it was. Can't really put my finger on it, but yeah. I really... Like, with everything being, like, so, like, interwoven in different storylines, like, this is just a clear-cut... Yeah, it's simplicity sto- yeah, is what it's it a, is. Yeah, it's a clear-cut yeah. story. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can't get enough of that. Can't get enough. Maybe I'll watch it again before my rental runs out on it. Ooh, look out. <sighs> Double feature. Look out, man. Look out, man. Well, that wraps it up for our Captain America... Colon, the first America. <laughs> the first Avenger. Yes. God, I couldn't remember what it was. The first Avenger. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to join us on social media, do so at Review Review Pod on Twitter. If you happen to be a Facebooker, do that uh, at Review Review Pod on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at our host site at reviewreviewpod.podbean.com, but you don't have to listen to just there. We are also on a multitude of platforms such as Google Podcasts, Alexa Devices, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you happen to be an Apple user, rate and review us there, because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. If you want to write in, do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening again. We'll see you next time. And we're off.